Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, but not. Today is our very first show, which is not Women Lead Radio. It's called Next Gen Radio, and I'm Michelle Burquist, your host of what is our very first show called Young Girls Rising. It's a show series, and today we're going to have a conversation with the executive board of RISE, which is a young women's school group, and they truly support one another. I know we've heard it on the media before that girls just don't support each other, but this group does. So our topic today is a powerful group of peers who rise. So with me, I'm going to say these names out to all of you because this is the actual executive board of RISE. So I want to, um, when I say your name, girls, ladies, I know I need to call you ladies, but it's so hard for me, is I want to make sure you say hello. So Kiomi Whitman, say hello to all of our listeners. Hi, guys. I'm Kiomi. I am um, the co-founder and co-president of RISE. There you go. That's pretty good. All right. I love it. So, Rhea, say hello <laughs> to all of our listeners. Hi, everyone. I'm Rhea. I am also a co-founder and co-president of RISE. Look at that. I love it. Naomi, you are next, girl. Let's hear what you have to say. Hi, everyone. My name is Naomi, and I am the operations officer of RISE. Love it. And Sydney, say hello. Hi, I'm Sydney. I am the secretary of RISE. I love that all of you, we got co-founders, we've got important operations director, we've got a secretary. Who's the treasurer? Do you guys collect money? No money? No money's collected? No, we actually don't do funding. Uh, we had like a conversation about this with our ad advisor, but uh, we decided to not do any like fundraisers for our club. Got it. I love it. All right, so Kiyomi, I'm going to start with you, and I know you and is it, and it's uh, Rhea, Rhea, right? Rhea, that started the group. Rhea. So I'm curious with you, Rhea and and Kiyomi, but Kiyomi, I'm going to start with you. What was the big idea of why this group started? What is Rise, and how, why did it start? Um, honestly, well, I think it was just it was Rhea and I had um, had. Over the course of um, the pandemic, when we everything kind of first shut down, especially, it just kind of worsened our um, overall body image, and we both struggled it with, so, with it so much. Um, I was going through, like, whatever, like, like restrictive eating and whatnot, and then um, I found Rhea was, like, having some similar, like, body dysmorphia issues. And so I mm. thought that it was an amazing idea to um, – come together and kind of create this club that um, kind of empowers or like kind of, it just like centers around an idea of um, empowering other people to really kind of love on themselves. And Rhea also brought in the aspect of um, mental health as well, because mental health is um, obviously a very 
large part of not only like, you know, learning to love yourself or like body dysmorphia and whatnot, but it's also just a big part of, um, I don't know, just keeping yourself again, (laughs) like learning to like, like learning about self-love and, um, yeah, no, you're, you're so right. You're so right. I mean, first of all, those are big words, even for me as an adult, that some of that, I was like, wow, I have to stop and pay attention. So let me say that, you know, Rhea, on your side, because I mean, I don't know if you guys were just having a conversation, but what was kind of like your initial impression, you know, when you both started talking about starting a group like this, that was so supportive and empowering and especially focused on, you know, mental wellness and kind of the, I mean, you said eating disorders. I'm like, that's just, my gosh, you know, what was, what, cause what was your thought, you know, when you guys first started thinking about this? Yeah. Yeah. It is like, uh, I want to say it's almost like a huge responsibility because, you know, it's within our peers and we try and help each other and support each other. And Kiyomi and I were, you know, on that same self-love journey. And we were like, we have almost like learned from it. And Kiyomi and I supported each other a lot through that. And especially with quarantine, I, I feel a lot of people can relate to the fact that, you know, it affected mental health in many different ways. And mm-hmm. you're more on social media and the social media dominated society. It's, it becomes difficult, especially for like teenagers. So when we were thinking of starting a club, my first thought was, you know, it would just be amazing just to share with other people like what we've learned and how to help educate people and things that they struggle with because it's so difficult to even figure out, you know, what you're struggling with. And honestly, I feel I can, I mean, this is my perspective, but I feel a lot of people, a lot like the rest of the board can relate that it helped us with our own journey as well. Um, by helping right. other people, you know, it was just a safe space for people to discuss and talk about struggles that other people deal with as well. And, you know, when Kiyomi and I were thinking of doing this club, I just thought it would be an amazing way for all of us to support each other. And I think that's especially needed, even if it was virtually um, a way to support each other, even if we're not there in person. So, Oh, my yeah. gosh. Totally. Yeah. You know, and I want all of you to know, I mean, just seriously, our listeners are probably, you can't hear them, but I'm sure you're hearing cheering right now because, I mean, <laughs> to recognize, you know, that you can really, I mean, be together and have those conversations. I'm going to back up for a minute because I'm going to ask each one of you. So just, I'm going to hop over to Sydney real quick, but, you know, and Sydney, this one, this is a big question. So you can, you know, if I, if I ask a question, you're like, you know what, I'd like to pass on that question. But if you're open to answering it, I, I want to know from each of you, like, seriously, what was, you know, going to school a year in a pandemic like? I mean, this has never happened in our entire, right, livelihoods and as a society. So I'm just curious, you know, First of all, when the pandemic hit and then it's like, you know, you, you weren't going to school. I mean, can you just share just a touch of what it was like to be in high school and not even going to school anymore? I mean, that had to be crazy just from the point of maybe mental wellness or what you personally went through, if you don't mind sharing briefly. And like I said, you can say, no, I passed, but I hope you'll be willing to answer that because I don't think people know what it was like for school kids. Yeah, I don't mind sharing at all. I think it was it, for me, I really had mixed feelings about it because um, on one hand, I feel like 
going to school in person can be a little bit tiring on the mental health just because it's such um, like a routine thing. You wake up early every day and you go for like seven hours and then you go home, you do homework, you study, you come back the next mm-hmm. day, and do the same thing. So I feel like being at home was kind of a break in that. And it was good for my mental health in some ways because I felt that it was less of a burden having to go to school every day. But at the same time, I feel like it negatively affected a lot of people's mental health because we couldn't see our friends and it's harder to talk to new people, harder to make friends, harder to get to know your teachers even. And academically, it was also very hard because everything happened so quick. We switched to a quarter system and we used to be on a, like a semester system. So everything just seemed super fast and like AP testing and everything being online. It was just so different. Um, But I think it was really a mixed feeling situation for me. Um, I'm excited to go back to school next year uh, for sure, because I miss seeing my friends every day. Um, (laughs) And I also miss like all the school events and everything, like even just seeing my friends at lunch and everything, it was kind of a way to brighten up my day. So I'm really excited to go back, but I do think that being online helped in some ways just because I feel like it was a little more comfy and even being in my own room, I feel like it's just a more comfy like atmosphere, but yeah, I kind of Mm -hmm. have this feeling. That's no, that's very honest. Thank you so much. I mean, Naomi, what about, you know, for you, what was kind of like dealing with, you know, working, working, living, eating, breathing and going to school at home? Like, I mean, it was like everything was our, our home life. What was that like for you last year? Well, yeah, it still so is, I guess. To, I'm sorry. It's yeah. still this year, right? <laughs> yeah, we just, yeah. So similar to Sid, I also feel like I had a lot of mixed feelings with it. So, you know, as she said, on one hand, um, not having to commute to school gave me more freedom with the rest of my schedule, like what I would do before and after school, knowing that I didn't have to spend as much time away from my home was like kind of yeah. nice because I had more liberty in that sense. Um, especially at the beginning of quarantine where we we basically had no like Zoom hours. So it was like mostly up to us to create our own schedules and do our classwork when we wanted to. Um on the other hand, though, there was this strange detachment that I had never felt before, right, this isolation from our peers. And while I saw them on Zoom every day and I saw my teachers every day on Zoom, you, you never got to know them. So now thinking ahead to college applications and having to get um, letters of recommendation, for example, I don't think I could ask, like, any of my teachers from this year just because I never got to know them. So it's that weird disconnect wow. between you know, home life and life, you know, school life through a computer. Like when we ended school this year and I shut off my Zoom at the end of that class, it was so weird because I began summer, but I finished it the way that I did every other day, like leaving the Zoom call. So super weird feeling. Super weird is an understatement, girl. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how you would, I mean, I just can't even imagine. So, you know, I know, Kiyomi, you shared a little bit about this group, and I was so impressed that a group of young ladies such as yourselves, you know, would pull each other together, you know, formalize a group like you have and really have a leadership team. So, again, I'm going to kind of randomly just hit some different people, but Rhea, you know, with you, what? how did you come up with the idea to formalize the group? I mean, most people don't in in high school don't think of having an executive board, as you call it, let alone choose a name for the group. So how how did you go about being, you know, so organized in how you do this? I'm, I'm really impressed, and I think our listeners are impressed. But what was the 
Where did you, how did you figure that out? Or did you just say, hey, we should be formal? I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, no, I think with any, like, new organization or club, like, there's definitely a lot of ups and downs. Um, I think a main thing, at least for me, was, you know, you go to school, and I felt there wasn't as much as a, how do I say, like, a support system within peers, like, within your peers. And I think, like, bringing this to, like, a school community was super important, and the way to do that was to formulate a club so you can actually bring in people and uh, help them and create, like, a safe net society type of thing. Um, I think that's where we kind of wanted to create a club out of it, um, a way to formally, like, actually educate people and create a safe space. Um, in terms of, like, organization, I definitely will say there were ups and downs. And I want to say, like, I think most of us would probably agree the beginning of the club was, like, almost difficult because we all come from different experiences. Some of us, you know, don't know like how it would run and we we sometimes we mm -hmm. just weren't on the same page for sure but um I couldn't be more happy to be part of a more supportive group than I am right now and like these three girls who are on here we we really support each other and we began to it wasn't just like a let's have a job description right it was we have like we felt mm -hmm. the love for the club and that grew over time when we could figure out how it would work and it's the first time this type of club was there at our school so I think it was definitely new for all of us but um, we just you know felt the love for it and it wasn't just let me do this job it was let's work together and actually make it something good something great for other people and I you know I couldn't be happier to be part of such a supportive team so yeah very cool. No, that's very cool. Um, Kiyomi, how did how did you guys settle on the on the title of the group? Like, what what was in the mission? I know you really went through a process, like I said, to formalize this group. So, what was the process, and how did you finally land on Rise, which is such a powerful word, may I say? Pretty awesome. How did you guys land on that? What was that like? Rhea and I actually went through, like, multiple trials and tribulations regarding the name and even just, like, the general logistics of the club itself and, like, how, you know, we were going to run it and what people were going to be involved, like, and such, like, keystone uh, positions like Nao and Sid have right now. Um, figuring all that out was pretty difficult, but the name of the club, we ran through several. I'm pretty sure we have, like, a dock somewhere, like, buried in Google Drive that, like, <laughs> has a bunch of, like, names listed down, and I think we just went through, like, a process of elimination. Um, I remember I, it literally started off as literally just, like, a self-love initiative. Like, that was literally the name of the club. I was, like, I think that was my original, like, when it was just, like, the origin of this club when it came into my mind. I was, like, oh, we're going to name it, you know, like, a self-love initiative, but then, Rhea came up with a bunch of other great ideas. None of them I, I can particularly remember, um, and neither any of my ideas I can't really remember. But I think we came upon Rise <laughs> through – I actually think it was originally an acronym. Uh, I can't ah. remember exactly what for, but after a while, I think it just kind of turned into, like, just a general name because there's no, like, description of the acronym anywhere. I would not be able to repeat to you, like, what R-I-S-N-E, like, stand for. But I think a big part of why we chose RISE, especially as, like, the word is because, like, um, it's like it's like a rise of, you know, 
like loving yourself and like mm-hmm. kind of like empowerment through yourself, not necessarily like strictly women empowerment since our club isn't even like just restricted to like women. It's open to like, you know, all other genders as well. But um, it's, it's just mainly like, you know, rising and like finding that like strength within yourself to kind of love on yourself, which is, obviously like a really big process but that's kind of a big part of why we created this club as well to kind of help people and walk people through that that's so cool you know i'm going to give you all a um i'm going to give you all a task are you ready for it i'm going to ask you to go back at your next meeting and you are going to play with words and come up with what rise stands for like make up your own don't it's not out there go make up your own i mean i imagine it'll be something cool but i if you don't i would you know that's what i'm sure you know, come up with something that fits. But that is amazing. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Naomi, you're up now. It's like, I'm going to ask you a question. What, I mean, have you invited other students to the group? How did you go about getting the word out? Was it, you know, kind of like one person, one person, one person through kind of talking it up? Or was there promotion at school? How did you get other students involved in RISE? And how many students are now involved in RISE? Yeah, so, you know, the whole purpose at the beginning of the club was to help our peers because we understood that they might be going through similar similar struggles, especially during uh, quarantine. So mm-hmm. a big part of the way that we were able to reach out to so many students and get in contact with all the people that would like to join is through our school's ASB. We promoted it a lot. Um, through their Instagram and through newsletters and on their website. And we did as much as we could. We went to a bunch of different meetings um, for club presidents to try to spread it to those presidents with the hope that they'd tell their their club members. So just, you know, getting the word uh, through, like, spread through word, um, through, like, talking and through social media was a big thing especially since we mm. couldn't, like, put up flyers around our school since everyone was at home. Right. So it was a lot of digital, like, um, spreading. And after we got we – got we had a solid club. We have probably, like, 50-ish mem- – like, I know that on our – we have a Remind, and I think we have, like, 60 people signed on to that. Um, but, yeah, and – in each meeting at the beginning, there were like 40-ish people, and then it like went down a little bit to 20 when uh, things like school started to get a little more stressful and people had to put more focus on that. But, yeah, we had a really good, right. solid group, and it was really nice seeing all those faces on Zoom to talk to them. But, yeah, I think we reached a lot of people, and I think um, we created a really nice community. I know that I got to interact with people that I had never interacted with before, and I learned a lot about those people, and they definitely made me feel less alone and I think we did the same for them. That's cool. So, uh, one more question, Naomi. It's like, what was kind mm-hmm. of the what, what did you find as the response people had when you told them about the club? I mean, was it, ooh, cool, I want that? Was it, oh, I mean, I'm just curious what, you know, if you had to kind of gauge and share with our listeners what the response was. Like, what was, or did you even get that? Like, were people excited? Yeah. Were they kind of like hesitant? What was the reaction? I know all of, like, when I um, first uh, became the operations officer, I went straight to my friends and I told them all about it, and I 
expressed what the club would be, and I know they were incredibly excited, especially during quarantine. I think it was definitely needed, and a lot of people were excited to join a like a space where they could feel safe and comfortable and talk to their peers, which they couldn't really do um, in online school. I know that at first we sent out a form to a bunch of students asking if they'd be interested in such club, and we got a lot mm-hmm. of responses in the comments section saying that they were really excited about this club and they thanked us for making it because they um, like were in need of such a space and a way to get resources and um, to learn more. So it was like a super positive and overwhelming response, I know, at least. Um, like we were all, I remember we all sat around um, like a Zoom call one day, like the executive board, and looked over the responses on the, on those forms, all positive responses, super excited responses, and we were so excited and we knew that we had to get the club going. Yeah, super positive you response. You had something overall. good. Oh, that's amazing. I think it's amazing. Sydney, you know, I think some of our listeners might want to know, what's like, what's a typical meeting like? Like, what do you do in your club when you, like, do you have a formal call to order? Like, what's a typical meeting like? Or maybe there's no typical, but share with us. Let us inside the room. Yeah, so we have um, basically two different kinds of meetings, which we would switch by, like, by the week. Um, So we would have discussion meetings is what we called them. And they were led by our officers who are not on the executive board, but they were for them and they are lovely ladies and they put together presentations like every other week regarding a different topic. So we had, um, we had one on like imposter syndrome. We had one on types of therapy, um, ways to cope, things like that. And they would present it to our club and they would talk about it. They would present their presentation and give information about whatever it is that they're presenting on. And then there would be a discussion time at the end where there was questions and we could basically anyone who wanted to contribute to the conversation could unmute and say what they want to say. And it just created like a really positive space. And then um, besides the discussion meetings, we had events where we would do some sort of activity. So I remember one that we had was we wrote letters to our future selves. So we wrote oh, down, wow. um, like any, yeah, we had like any goals that we wanted. And there was this, it was like this promotion that Spotify was doing at the time where you could write like an email and it automatically sends it to you like a couple years from now. So we did that. Um, we had, um, we had a meeting, like an event where we did therapy art and poetry. And then we were allowed to like talk about what we were doing at the end. So yeah, we have discussion meetings and we have events, which we switched between. Well, I think all of our listeners are wanting to know about that email that you can send to yourself and then it sends you two years later. Do you want to share? Do you mind sharing the resource? That is super cool. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but I remember uh, it was like a Spotify thing. I think it was for like the Billie, Billie Eilish had come out with a song at the time called My Future. And I think it was to promote uh-huh. that song. So maybe if you look up like the letter, wow. future letter, my future, something like that. But, yeah, it was like a Spotify promotion, I think. But it might still be going. And I think there's other websites that do it as well if you look up something like that. Uh, I don't know about all of our listeners, but I, every time you guys are saying something, I'm going, oh, my God, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. Um, I have tons of more questions. We only have a little bit of time left. But, I'm, you know, this is for each one of you. I, I'd like to know, like, for you personally, you know, as the executive board of this group, so, Kiyomi, for you, it's like what – I know you're running, you know, you all are running the ship, right? You're running the meetings, you're the executive board. But, you know, personally for you, what value have you personally found out of the group? I mean, how have you 
really benefited by participating, not just leading the group, if you don't, if you can share? Um, I think that honestly, I know you said like just not by leading the group, but I honestly think a really big benefit I reaped out of this experience is not only like furthering my journey and like self-love and getting a really awesome community like around me that I can surround myself that I know is safe to like talk about, you know, hard topics such as, you know, whatever may come up in our discussions. But um, I think like learning specifically about leadership um, was really Mm -hmm. big for me. I had never been in a leadership position before. Um, and because I always, I honestly, I always thought of myself as like a follower. And even my mom told me the same thing. She was like, I've like, I just kind of like, I've observed you since you were little. I just always thought you would grow up to be a follower, but through this experience, I've learned to become more of a leader and, um, wow. <laughs> to be like 100% transparent. I like our board wasn't always especially in the beginning it was just hard to um uh learn about each other it was just um hard to kind of just like pull this group out of thin air and kind of like throw ourselves into a room throw ourselves into a new situation and kind of learn to work with one another um and so Mm -hmm. through a couple of like you know bumps in the road like some disagreements and like whatever it may be um I think leadership was something I learned that was super big for me. And of course, like we're a very cohesive group now. And that's actually a big part of the reason why we're keeping this exact same executive board next year, um, because we've Mm -hmm. learned to work so well with each other and we've learned to like get to know each other. And um, I know we just like (laughs) are just like a cohesive group, as I said before. So um yeah, no, that's cool. And you know what's what, what I want to share with you. First of all, your mom is probably going to cheer, cheer right now that you know you're a leader. Yay, kill me. Um, <laughs> but you know, on top of that, it's like I think it's fascinating that even as adults, you know, women sometimes, you know, have ups and downs when it's all women's board board of directors and things like that. But look at all of you that, you know, you you really kind of you flushed out, you know, some of the tough spots. So that's super cool. Um, Rhea, what about you? What about you as far as your personal benefit, you know, that you've kind of seen in yourself as a result of RISE? Yeah. Um, I think my journey was a, a little bit different from Kiyomi. I had been in like a leadership position before, but I'd never been in this type of situation where I could be so vulnerable and I was, Mm -hmm. I never had the confidence to be that vulnerable in front of these people, in front of anyone really. And I always felt like, you know, I had to have some hard exterior and make sure that, you know, I'm organized and strict and all of that. And that is important, (laughs) but you know, I, it was, I was going on this journey. I don't think I can say I'm like, you know, healed, right, magically, but I've been going on this journey, like, with everyone else and everyone in the club, and I personally feel like I felt validated, almost. Um, I always used to seek that outside validation, and of course, you know, that comes from within yourself, but, you know, I saw that there were other people just like me who were going through the same thing or similar things, and in my head, I was thinking, you know, I'm not just making this up. You know what I mean? Like I'm not just right. the thing that I'm feeling is real and it should be validated. And 
just me being able to speak as well in that safe space, you know, not just like leaving executive board aside, just as a member, right? Just as a person who right. is also going through a similar thing. It was a very new experience for me. And honestly, I, it's one of the best things I've ever experienced because I think especially for me over the past year, I really needed that. And um, yeah, Rise brought me that and I didn't realize how many people there are that how many like supportive people they are. And I'm really glad to have found those type of people. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that. All right. So Sydney, what about you? You know, personally, you know, how have you, you feel like you valued and benefited from Rise? Yeah. Kind of like Rhea said, it was a way to kind of create like a community and feel that you're not alone. Like usually um, in class and everything, like in school, uh, you wouldn't know anything about your classmates unless you were really friends with them. And I feel like RISE is a really good way to get to know new people and learn more about those people. Um, like there are people in our club that I never talked to and I got to learn so much about them and their struggles and how I almost relate to them in a way and how we share something in common. So it was a great way to like connect with classmates that I had never talked to before and just create like a very positive community where we all felt comfortable and that we had like a shared struggle that we could talk about and overcome in a positive manner. Wow. Naomi, you want to wrap it up up for us and tell us how you benefited from the group as well? Yeah, like the rest of them said, um, feeling much less alone and feeling validated in the sense that my experiences and feelings aren't only unique to myself, but other people can also relate to them. So being able to share those experiences with others and learn and grow from um, those shared experiences, you know, learning about how they dealt with those things so that you can become better. And again, having to put all these resources and information together for the club members made us learn a lot. Um, but very personal mm-hmm. to me, I feel like my biggest benefit from this club was being able to work with and become so close with the ladies on this board. It was an incredible experience, and I can't wait to work with them again next year. It was, yeah, very grateful wow. for this club. I hope all of you realize what a legacy you are you are doing here, right, of leaving such a great lasting legacy at your school, which is, again, I just keep saying, my gosh, I think I'm impressed. And then one of you says something, and I'm like, oh, I'm even more impressed. And, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. You know, we've only got time for one more question, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of leave it open, whoever wants to take, you know, the answer. But I'd love to hear from all of you, if you don't mind, you know, if I'm just going to toss it out there and then say, oh, it's Kiyomi, here's, here's what I think. But what I'd love to leave the show with is for our listeners, I mean, we've got, you know, incredible women, we're international, you know, and our listeners, I would love to hear if there's any young lady or young woman that's listening or a teenage girl that's listening to this, if anybody is inspired to start a group, you know, of peers like Rise, what would be you know, the most important, in your opinion, of a suggestion you would give everybody as to how to take that one step. So, I mean, Kiyomi, I'm going to kick it off with you because, you know, that's how I got introduced to all of you is through Kiyomi. So what would be one suggestion you would tell to anybody that's thinking of starting a group? And then we'll let whoever wants to go next, third and fourth, and then we'll wrap up the show. So, Kiyomi, what's one thing? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I right? honestly think that <laughs> I think that whatever you want to start an organization with, whether it's a school administrated organization or a nonprofit, whatever it may be, 
I think that whatever mission statement you choose, you just have to be passionate about it, and that will lead you to success. Um, I know our entire board um, is very passionate about the subject of self-love and mental health, and that's kind of what honestly drove or, you know, like, like it was, it was like a, like a, like a beacon kind of that like helped guide us through any struggle. It was just honestly our lasting passion for the subject and educating others um, on, you know, topics of mental health and helping them through their own self-love journey. So I think passion would definitely be um, my biggest advice. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right, who's next? Um, I can go. My my name's Naomi. Um, I think that my biggest suggestion would be to keep an open mind. I know that our brainstorm sessions with the executive board were incredible, like bouncing ideas off of each other and creating um, ideas for events and discussions that none of us could have come up with on our own was like an incredible experience. So keeping an open mind and being open to new ideas and being open to constructive criticism and feedback because, you know, you all just want to see each other grow and thrive and prosper. So I think that's really important to be, don't be stubborn and be open and be excited for, you know, change. Love that. All right. Next. Um, This is Rhea. I can go next. Um, I completely agree with what uh, Naomi and Kiyomi were saying. And just to, like, kind of follow up with Kiyomi was saying, you know, passion is a really important part, but also, like, people that are just as passionate as you. Um, Like she was saying, all three of us are very supportive of each other, and we've learned to grow with each other. So just having a support system, that's what the club is about, right? You know, supporting each other, it's a really big part. So just having people with you, because it's really hard to do this alone, and it is – like these types of topics can be very difficult, you know, very difficult to Mm -hmm. talk about and, you know, it can always be triggering. So it's important to be able to have people that you can speak with and who are just as passionate as you to also want to go on this journey. So, yeah, I would say a support system. Wow. All right, Sydney. (laughs) So I would say my biggest piece of advice would be don't be afraid to be vulnerable and open that conversation because I promise you that there's other people that are going through the same thing that you're going through. And when you're not afraid to speak candidly about what it is that you're going through, then I feel that you can form a lot of new connections and just having that vulnerability and being honest is a great way to connect and to kind of debunk what it is that you're feeling and to understand others around you. So yeah, I would say, don't be afraid to talk, open up the conversation and really share what you're feeling. And even if you're uncomfortable doing that, I think even just listening to others, be open and vulnerable and just listening to the conversation. It's a great way to assure yourself um, that other people are going through what you're going through and that there's a shared, um, a shared struggle there. Boy. Wow. I, I just want to tell you guys, I think I, even for adults, they don't give this kind of advice, but I'm going to recap. So I want to thank all of you for being what we would call our leading ladies on our show. And we're super excited about launching Next Gen Radio. So I hope we can have you back again. Um, Kiyomi, do you want to share the Instagram, you know, how to reach you on Instagram? Because I've, I've heard you have a really fabulous 
Instagram account. Is that true? Do you want to share that? So if anybody wants to take a take a look at Rise, they can see it. Oh my gosh, of course. And um, Sid is the one who actually like runs this entire thing. She creates like these amazing covers for each of our posts. But our um, username is SRHS. This is all under or like lowercase um, SRHS underscore Rise. Um, and it has like a little logo. It's like green background with like a hand and it's like a heart and it's super cute. So if you guys want to check that out, we have our, um, we have, uh, resources that, um, either Sid or, um, occasionally like our entire executive board have made. We have, uh, our discussions posted, um, that were made by our officers. And, yeah, all sorts of, like, really cool resources and um, discussions that can be used and, um, you know, used to educate and to look Very over. Cool. Um, I'll make yeah. sure – what I'll do is I'll make sure – so for our listeners, I'll make sure we have a link on our show page. It's not there right now, but I'll make sure the Instagram link is on our show page. So that's – and, by the way, is it Rhea? Are you the one that's the artiste that's been doing all the – I mean, beautiful – amazing artwork i've seen it and i'm an old lady so i'm just telling you right now it's like i went and looked at the instagram account i was like oh my god it's so cool Uh, no actually um sydney is the one that runs oh sydney i'm sorry oh my god yeah occasionally we all post but you know sydney is beautiful artist so that's her thank you Sydney, <laughs> take a bow because I've I've seen it and it just it's so wonderfully branded. I just I'm looking at it as an adult and going, my gosh. Anyway, you four are absolutely amazing. I want to thank you. I think all of our listeners going, oh my gosh, we would love to know where all four of you go in the future because you all are just superstars. Um, I want to thank all of our listeners for listening. You know, we're here every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time, every Friday. 2 p.m. Pacific time. And now with our Next Gen Radio show, we are here every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So, ladies, I know we can't see you take a bow, but please do. You know, when you're in your rooms, whatever, just take a bow. You are amazing. And we will be back again for another Next Gen Radio show. But super proud of today, super proud of these future leaders. And to that, I say to everyone, be passionate, be open to great ideas, have a support system, be happy with just you and other people, and be vulnerable. So those were the advice of four amazing superstar leaders. So ladies, you take care, and to all of our listeners, go have a great rest of the week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.